On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I got the chance to sit down with Sean Holiday from Space Station. Oh man, there's just too many things to talk about. These guys have been just, they've been doing so, so much over there. I don't even know exactly where to start uh, in the e-com space. They really got into influencers. They've purchased, I don't even know how many brands he was saying that they've invested in now over there. Uh, they've got a really cool office. Just, man, just a guy uh, that I want to be like. <laughs> so uh, if you guys want to hear about a guy that I want to be like and that I aspire to, I would really suggest listening uh, to this episode. I'm going to listen to this one over again because I think it was that good of an episode. Today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand is brought to you by Mindful Marketing. At Mindful Marketing, they use ads to get you off using ads. Most e-commerce brands rely heavily on Facebook, Google, Snapchat, Twitter, and all the other paid platforms for the majority of their revenue. At Mindful Marketing, they use paid ads to help you build a community of loyal and repeat customers that will exist long after Facebook and Google do. In fact, Mindful Marketing wants to offer you a free e-commerce growth plan that they normally charge $500 for. A recent growth plan customer said, our ROAS tripled overnight after implementing their tactics. These guys are no joke at Mindful Marketing Co. So go to mindfulmarketing.co slash grow to claim your free e-commerce growth plan today. Now on to today's episode. I have Holiday. Uh, his first name is really Sean, but he's got a bunch of Sean's in his life. Just like Too I have many. a bunch of... I, I've got a bunch of Jordans in my life too. Like it was uh, one. Should uh, we call you was, Jojo or J Dub? I went by West. West was yeah yeah that. yeah. West was like the the one that I went by. So the the holiday like thing it. makes sense. I actually something I've never talked about on this podcast before. Speaking of not good takeaways, but uh, <laughs> I got into this like <laughs> horrific car accident when I was nineteen, and it was me and another Jordan and another Jordan. And no. so it was so confusing for the cops when they were like, when they were just trying to figure out what happened. Jordan, come here and you all go. It's like, like, <laughs> yeah, we're like, uh, what Jordan? You're like, guys, let's just go by last name or <laughs> fingerprints or something. Yeah. yeah, or like the best Jordan, you know? Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's, oh, that's all of us. Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so uh, you were from Space Station, from the Space Station. Uh, yeah. Tell us a little bit about, for you know, for people who don't know you, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Yeah, uh, the Space Station was really founded kind of based off of influence. So my co-founder, Sean Duris, you know, 2013, 14 was heavy in Snapchat. And we saw this evolution. I had, had founded another company in basically 2016, 2017, we started mashing together the idea that we could make his brand even bigger, the Shonduras brand even bigger, and realized we did that in the first quarter of 2017. We had done more revenue than all of 2016. And so we're like, this is insane. But our inventory, instead of being AirPods or a drink or something, it was a 30-year-old man. You know, So you can only get yeah. so much time and travel and your body and just mental capacity. And so we both looked at each other and said, man, we need some more inventory. We need, we need to figure out how to scale this you know, even bigger. And so we went out immediately and just intuitively thought, we were turning good revenue. There was great margin in this influencer, you know, work. What if we just do more influencer work? So 
initially we just started what was primarily a talent management firm. So we booked Tanner Fox, who was our very first talent. We had 2 million. He now has 10 million. Peter McKinnon was our second, a Canadian boy. He had 300,000 subscribers. He now has 5 million. So we, we caught him early in their careers. That now has evolved into space station integrations, which is a full blown influencer marketing agency where we'll go from talent that we have, you know, source or go and source the talent that would make the most sense, creative, you know, everything that has to do around kind of influencer marketing. So that was one at the same exact day we had a wild hair to start Space Station Gaming. So competitive esports company. This was pre-Fortnite, pre-Ninja, pre this blow up of what gaming is now. And we just saw that there was a gap in this market of, you know, just being kind of family friendly was our focus. And so we just doubled down on it. And since then we've won a world championship in Rainbow Six Siege. You were number three in the world in Rocket League. And we're in, you know, uh, Valorant and all these different games. And so that's, so I, sorry, I know nothing. I know nothing about this world whatsoever. Can you, can you just walk <laughs> me through like, just for, for my sake, like, what sure. does that mean? Like that you're a team? Like, I, I don't even yeah. understand it. Yeah. So gaming, you know, you've got just gaming, right? Casual, it can be on your phone, mobile gaming, obviously PC console where you're with your friends and you're playing a game digitally competitive. So esports is essentially taking that same top tier talent of those games and they compete in leagues, much like the NBA. Gotcha. So we, we essentially have a team in a league like the NBA. We just also have a team in the NFL and we have a team in the NHL and we have a team. So, you know, these teams are competing in separate leagues per their game. And so you got to find the best talent that's competitive. You got to build the brand like the Lakers or, you know, some of those that, that have the merch you want to buy and you want to be associated with it. And yeah, everything in between. So you got partnerships, you know, partners that are helping support this thing. And yeah, like our chair, I don't know if this is on video or just audio, but yeah, yeah, we've got a cool chair partner. We've got a scuff controller. We've got, uh, yeah, a bunch of different pieces. So, okay. That's, I, (laughs) I kind of feel like I'm getting old. The fact that I'm like, I legit, I'm not just asking this because I'm the interviewer. I'm like, genuinely like, what, what are you talking what, about? How do you make that work? Yeah. So, so the values in the the spots in the leagues, much like an NBA team, you know, that's where our value comes from. Okay, um, cool. So, so we started both of those in, in June of 17. Sean's YouTube channel kept growing. Fast forward to today, we do about 280 million views a month. So we build, you know, that's driven on community and strategy and title, thumbnail, you know, all that has to go into that. And so we have a real, when we talk to influencers, when we talk to, to different brands or, you know, groups, it's like, this is coming from an authentic place. Yeah. We have producers and editors and, you know, shooter, you know, shooting, you know, videographer, like it's a whole team. So we respect when you come to say, Hey, we need to get this done. It's like, yeah, we have a whole team for that. So that kept growing, you know, and the influencer stuff, the gaming, and then we were presented an opportunity in July of 2019 to invest in a company. We had spent so much time and uh, energy money on our companies were like, how do you invest in someone else's company? Like we're, we're not ready for that. Yeah. And it was called magic spoon. So this high protein, uh, no sugar cereal. And we're like, that sounds good. I, I don't know. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Invested in them 12 months later, they'd grown exponentially. Uh, we thought we're good investors. You know, if that was the kind of growth we saw. So from about September of this of 2020 until now we've invested in about 34 startups. So everything from Magic Spoon to Olipop, Koya, Zip Top, Gigster, Malomo, soft, you know, some of those are software. Some of those are better for you foods, indulgent yeah. foods. Yeah. Physical and then products, anything, anything in the, okay. I was going to say in the e-com space as well then too. Yeah. Yeah. So like Zip Top is a, is a physical container. It's like a resealable bag. Uh, we have a backpack with Nomadic, um, which I'll tell a little bit more about that story. I think it'll relate here to the podcast a ton. Cool. 
so yeah, everything, and which is cool because then we get to see their processes and their supply chains and we get to see, you know, how they handle their paid ads or their influencer or their content marketing or their storytelling. And so we kind of feel fortunate that we get to learn from all these incredible founders, translate it back to our businesses and just keep trying to grow what we have. Wow. When about are you coming in with this, with this funding? Like at what point in the rounds is this like? There's, there's the original Sean. There is, if you're watching this on the video in the audio, it wouldn't make sense, but in the video, there he is. So we've self-funded all this stuff. So, so, so everything at the space station was completely self-funded by Sean and I. The outward investments, are you asking check sizes or what stage we get in? No, so kind we, of what stage, what stage you guys are coming in? Yeah. Are you guys coming in like right at startup or like, like where, whereabouts uh, are these coming in? Yeah, we'll get into, we'll get into, to, you know, companies that literally haven't gone to market or haven't even launched their product yet. And then we'll have some that are kind of mid-stage where their, you know, valuations are 10 to 40 million. And then we'll get lucky and what we call sneaking in and we'll sneak into some some brands that are already you know household really really well known doing well and we'll just sneak in as a strategic investor on kind of that you know influencer marketing distribution you know paid ad content side well that's that's super super cool well hey let's let's get into the the sort of the meat of today's episode yeah. what i'd love to what i'd love to chat about is growing brands with influencers it's interesting it's actually something we haven't really chatted a lot about on this podcast um i feel like probably a lot of the founders that we've had on are just really performance focused, right? Yeah. But I'd love to talk about, you know, what a good influencer can really do for your brand and maybe maybe a couple examples. So do, do you want to just kind of get started with that? Yeah, I mean, I think influencer marketing has a bunch of different ideas around it, right? You've got really micro in that you can find Instagram now, nowadays, TikTok, where they've got 10 or 20 or 100,000 followers and they're amassing this group that listen to them. They're amassing this group of people that trust their opinion. Uh, and a lot of those are entertainment, right? And that's what the most of us see is the really big names that are really focused just on entertaining you and their personalities enough to carry. There's a massive section of influencer that is hyper, hyper focused on educating, on teaching, uh, on, you know, knowledge base pieces of you know, how to do your, fix your car or photography, or, you know, we have one that just does Rose Anvil, just as boot, like leather boots. His whole YouTube wow. channel is just around leather boots. Does this boot, is this boot the best? And is this one? And he's reviewing those and he has an incredible audience, you know, that listens to his call to action. And so I think to start just the baseline, influencer can be so many things. It's not just Charlie D'Amelio on TikTok. It's not just David Dobrik on YouTube. There, there's these really pocket communities that we really like to spend our time in, which is, you know, hyper-focused and, and really good at what they do. So that's that super, being, super cool. I, so that being the factor as a brand, if you're listening to this, you now look and say, man, we're targeting in your case, in, in one of your brands, you're targeting 20 to 45 year old females, right? To buying, buying clothes for their kids, let's say. Yeah. That now has narrowed down that that doesn't just mean you're looking for, you know, what's considered a mommy blogger, right? You're just looking for someone who talks about, uh, you know, wellness of their kid. You're looking for someone who talks about fitness. You're looking at somebody who talks about travel. You're looking at somebody who, who has van life and they live in a van and they want the minimalist clothes that last the longest and, you know, fit their so you now can narrow down by these niche pockets, but you still know you're hitting the demo because every dollar you're putting in, you really want it to hit that target. Where are you seeing the best returns right now? Like what platform is it? Is it platform specific or is it really just trying to like marry the, the right influencer that has the right messaging with the brand that has similar messaging? It's yeah. 
a platform is does make a difference. The virality of TikTok right now is incredible, right? But the attribution's tough because you don't have a swipe up, you don't have a clickable link in that video itself. You've got to go to their profile and click in their bio, right? Mm. So, so you don't have as strong of that immediate Instagram story swipe up. Hey, check yeah. this out. And you swipe directly to that call to action, directly to checkout. The, where we see brands that are spending significant tens of millions, hundreds of millions of dollars is primarily on YouTube, right? It lives forever. It's very much has, you know, a tribute attribution and it's shareable, very shareable, right? You can take that content that's, that's lives there forever and constantly be repurposing, sharing. And also it has a chance to, to kind of pop back up uh, within the search term and the, the algorithm. Instagram doesn't do that much. Once it's buried in the grid, it doesn't come back up. TikTok is about 20 minutes. If it's past its 20 minute yeah. lifespan, it's gone forever. And so YouTube is where uh, we see the the most you know, the biggest portion of revenue spent. Okay. Interesting. That's, that's really, really good to know. What should people look for in an influencer when if, so, so say that they're doing their own sourcing, right? For, for years at yeah. our, I'll, I'll just use our, uh, one of our clothing companies, our baby clothing company, as an example, you know, we've been working with micro influencers for ages. We have yep. seen the best results with YouTube. A hundred percent. Anytime we find somebody who's got a YouTube following, yep. it's a little harder to find, to, to be honest, to find YouTube influencers. Yeah. What's the process? What's the process for that? Like you as an agency guy as well, like where are you going yeah. to find these people that are, that are deep in these niches? We have some software tools. There's actually one, a couple of different ones that we'll use, but really as you're out there searching your, for yourself, you know, we had a client come to us and they wanted 65 plus 60 plus audience. Oh, on okay. And we're like, yeah, that's rough. How are we going to do that? So we start clicking around and we're trying different keywords and we're trying, you know, to figure out what it is. And then we finally found that there is this crazy subset of women on YouTube that are talking about ageless beauty. So, you know, skincare things, clothing, fashion, lifestyle choices, health, fitness. But the key word there was ageless beauty. And so then when we would search Ageless Beauty, 100 different channels, right? So if what your product is trying to focus on, keto in a, in a food, right? A diet or lifestyle, clothing, or for you, merino wool, type in and see who's talking about that. Because you're not just going to get the title of somebody who's talking for 20 minutes about merino. You're going to also get their sub in their description where they say, here's my favorite merino. Well, and they obviously if they're saying here's my favorite, whatever, and that's the keyword you're trying to also get in front of and look at, you now at least know, okay, here's, you know, somebody who I'm looking for. Once you yeah. find that person, then they're all, everybody's playing off each other. Everybody's trying to ride and get the views. So you can take and look at their titles and they'll say, you know, uh, for us, like backyard for us uh, is a huge keyword for Chandras. So it'll be backyard adventure, backyard lava, backyard, whatever. So if you go and type in backyard into YouTube right now, you're going to see Chandras's, but then you're going to see a bunch of other channels that are trying to capture the attention and capture the eyeballs from that million view yeah. video to say, we're also talking about backyard. You would like us. So ageless beauty, you type that in and you're looking and you're seeing people that are talking fitness, health, you know, and, and food and skincare and, and fashion. So you've kind of narrowed down at least to know what your vertical you kind of want to go after. Okay. I love having that's conversations. A pro, that's a pro tip for you, man. Oh, that's dude, a, it's a great pro tip. Time on that. 
I was just going to say, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely like, I create a process and, and hand that <laughs> off. Cause that's, that's wonderful. What I was going to say, I love having conversations like this. I I'm sure our listeners can tell that like, I genuinely am just asking for myself and I know everyone else is going to get good value. Selfish, so I like it. yeah, yeah. It's just, it just works, you know? And then that way I'm not like, Oh, what question should I ask next? That would be interesting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Ask for yourself and everyone here is going to get it. Or they can go to you and be like, Hey, what did you learn from that? Or what did you try after that? And yeah. Ask you yeah, directly. Totally. So I, I've got another another question for you for our audience, of course. Yeah. What can people expect to pay on for YouTube influencers? Like, is that based on like subscribers? Is it based on CPM? Like, what what are we talking about here? Yeah, CPM is your best metric. You know that you can go for the subscribers. Really, don't matter to be completely honest. There there is a method. There is a way remarketing. So you can actually do paid ads through their subscriber base, their audience. Oh, yes. Which can be that's incredible. all we've ever done. Yeah. Yep which can be incredible because now, you know, somebody self-identified and subscribed and said, I self-identify with the guy who talks about leather boots yeah. uh, or Aegis beauty or whatever, you know, family entertainment. And then now you're driving, you know, ads to someone who's identified and said, this is who I'm willing to follow. Uh, outside of that, subscribers are kind of secondary. Biggest factors are engagement. When it comes to, to price, it's really about what that person wants. Uh, it's, it's such a subjective market. There's literally no rhyme or reason. We try to find, you know, CPMs between 20 and $40 uh, when we're talking to, to clients, but you'll get some that'll do it for 10 and one and $0 because they love your product. And if you can just hook them up and get them set up with it, then they'll talk about, you know, your product because they just genuinely love it. So I think everything from go find real advocates that love your stuff to probably realistically 30, 40, 50 bucks, which sounds expensive. And when you compare it to a paid ad or whatever, but when you have somebody who's got a trusted mm. audience and a strong call to action and they're advocating for it, it, it converts a lot better. Totally. Totally. I mean, I'm thinking of like the one like sort of bigger influencer that we've worked with on, on YouTube. She, I think she has around a million subscribers and it was insane when the, the day that, that it launched, I think it was like 10,000 visitors that we had that day. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. uh, like 10,000 extra visitors. We're like, yeah. Oh my gosh, this is this. And we still have, this was like, this is something we did like three seasons ago and we still have people being like, Hey, we know that she loves your clothes. So we love your clothes. We're like, that's just, that doesn't happen on Instagram. Like no. you just we had a video. We had a video that grew by a million views. Then it was brand. It was a brand. There's a brand integration in that video and that brand came back to it and was like, Hey, what did you guys, did you guys make another video about us? You're like, and we're like, no. And then we go and look and we saw that video had spiked and it had driven traffic again. Right. Wow. This is like, um, 12 months later, drove enough traffic that the brand asked us if we made another video. So that's the beauty is, is you get that like evergreen, you know, content on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if there's some like search terms that start trending, right. That you just happen to rank for. It's also good SEO on Google. Google owns YouTube, two largest search engines. You'll notice when you search something that there'll be like that video section of, of uh, Google. Obviously, if, you're, if your video did well enough uh, on the YouTube side, and YouTube saying, Hey, this is a, you know, highly trafficked or highly viewed video. We're going to submit, we're going to push it over on the Google side to make sure people know about it. Yeah. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. I could talk to you all day about this stuff and get free consulting, but uh, <laughs> I do have time limits on these episodes. So <laughs> that's true. That's true. I've got to ask you the question I ask everybody who comes on this podcast, what yeah. is your secret to scaling people? Yeah. Everybody leans on software. Everybody leans on it's it's humans. At the end of the day, it's business is done between human beings and people. And so the better 
and, and the more you bet on your team, the the quicker you'll scale. We're, we're at about 75, 80 now. And every single one of those has helped in some way, shape or form to build and scale and grow this company and stuff. 100% on people. And we have all the softwares in the world and we use all the best tech and the latest stuff, but it still takes a touch to definitely get things across the line. You just cannot replace people with software. It's like as much as I want to all the time, right? And create whatever, you know, you can make it the more efficient, right? And by creating good processes. Um, and one yep. of my business partners has shown me that and it's been incredible, but you still yeah. have to have somebody doing it, right? And and you have to care have for to. them and, and let them know that like, hey, you're not just here just so I can make more money, <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> yeah. And their impact and their thought and their network and their connections and the calls they can make just create this crazy, crazy network effect. So next thing you know, you're you're getting uh, this interview came through a friend of a network of a connection and an introduction. And it's like, I love it, man. I'd love to be on a podcast that they were on and, you know, vice versa and stuff. It's about people. Well, that's right. I mean, I was thinking about this interview right as we got on and I'm like, I don't even know where this came from. Like, this is like, yeah, this is just... Yeah, Lewis had made an, a, a connection. Oh, Lewis had. On, like Lewis Fassett. Yeah, and then also on, is that your last name, Lewis, if you're listening to this? Sorry, buddy. <laughs> but local, he's local here in Utah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did ring, yeah, the, the ring with Patrick O'Dare. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and that's, then, yeah. yep, and then also had found on LinkedIn, saw saw your guys' work, someone had commented or suggested or reposted it, and I was like, I like that. So Cool, cool. That's the network cool. effect. Yeah, 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 it's it's just so important. I, I got to... I. I feel like I probably say this every two or three episodes, but like if you are, you know, a, a founder and you're really looking to grow, LinkedIn is just the place to be, right? Oh and, my. and if you're into, like I, I post religiously on LinkedIn every single day and I'll tell you, it makes such a difference in the, the doors that open, right? It's just like, oh, yeah. Dude, those investments, yeah. like 80 or 90% of those came from, from LinkedIn. Some of those came from just cold messages. Hey, I love what you do. I love your stuff. I think we should have a conversation. The founder coming back and saying, yeah, let's do it. And then turns into this incredible partnership. Yeah. LinkedIn is so underrated, incredibly underrated. We, we totally. have several friends who have started posting, building a story in an audience, and now they've got endless, endless opportunities to build and scale their own companies, to be involved in others. Like It's cool to see what you can do when you just apply yourself. And LinkedIn is one of those places for sure. Yeah. Just don't be spammy people. Yeah, yeah, that, that does nothing. I promise, zero. I started. Yeah, I started hey, responding to, this, send to me, people. Send me a DM if you're listening to this. Send me a DM, and, and I'll uh, I'll hit you back. Don't be spammy though. Yeah, yeah. Do not be spammy. Lead, lead with a bunch of value. You just That's give, it. give space give, station give, something give. cool. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> awesome. Hey, we're going to move on to our, our lightning round here. I'm ready. You are ready. Okay, good. Uh, favorite tool or app that you're using right now? HubSpot. HubSpot. Interesting. Yeah. Just on the, on the sales yeah. side, just on the sales, on the deal side, I can just see what our team is tracking, see who we're working with, see what influencers we're, we're doing. HubSpot's probably, probably my oh, are you using HubSpot for influencer management? Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Ah, yeah. of course. And HubSpot CRM, like you have incredible functionality for free. If you want to oh, like, it's all free. We still use the free system. Oh, you still we're use the free drip campaign. Yeah. yeah. We're not doing drip campaign. We're not doing like an idea of volume. Like this year, Last year we did 14 million in, in revenue. This year we'll do like 21, 22. On HubSpot's free service. Free CRM. Yep. Unreal. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to plus one on HubSpot. We use it at the agency as well. It's just like, yeah, yeah. unreal. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, taking it even a step further. I know this is lightning, but 
we even have taken it a step further and we actually use HubSpot for quite a bit of our process in accounting. Like we take it through the stages and when it gets to a certain stage, our accounting team comes in, pulls the information from that deal. Cause we're doing, you know, two to 400 deals a month, pulls the information from that deal, invoices, does it, moves it in the column. Everyone has visibility of where it's at and yeah. it's invoice process and payment. And anyways, HubSpot. HubSpot, if you're listening, you should start charging them. <laughs> Just kidding, <laughs> don't. <laughs> uh, that is... So great. I'm sure they would love to hear that. That's absolutely incredible. I mean, they built this, the, their free tool is like better than anyone else's CRM out there. So I don't, I just don't yeah. get it. Uh, I mean, good, I do get it because yeah, once you start our, paying, holy, is it ever expensive? So <laughs> back to network, my, like one of our very first investors in my first startup was Dan Tyre, who was like first 10 uh, hires at HubSpot. So cool, wow. cool story of like full circle knowing him and it's so aspirational and then using HubSpot and it being a huge part of our business and stuff. Anyways, oh, Dan, so if you're cool. listening, I'll send this to you, Dan. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I'm sure he'd love that. Uh, two more questions for you. Favorite podcast or audiobook that you're listening to right now? Right now, I've been getting into Bitcoin stuff. So they're kind of okay. random to be completely honest. Like, just random Bitcoin stuff. Somebody's calling me. Sorry. Uh, random Bitcoin stuff. Favorite all time, maybe book delivering happiness by Tony Shea is one of my favorite favorites and thank you economy. We really base the space station off of just generosity, thoughtfulness, definitely lean into just being, you know, taking the higher road, being the the nice, you know, side of, of the, piece, you know, the thank you economy, the deliver happiness. So those two have probably impacted me the most and, and moved the needle for me the most. Awesome. Awesome. I'm going to put thank you economy on my uh, reading list. So that's great. Uh, last question for you. If you could sit down with anybody for an hour, have some coffee, tea, beer, wine, whatever, whatever you want to drink, uh, they have to be alive. Who would it be? Elon. Yeah. Elon. Musk. I, want to, I just want to hear Not- why. I just want to hear why Elon. Like I get Elon, it. Not just from, yeah, not just from, uh, like the innovation side, the risk-taking side, which, you know, is phenomenal. Probably just as much from the influence side. Like he has created- That is exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, he just created, he's a business leader that created power and an audience and a trust. And like, he's like one of the most powerful, to me, he is one of the most powerful people on the internet. Not because he's one of the richest men or not because of the brand test. He can get on Twitter and move literally millions of people. And it's it's inspiring. So I look at it from, can I build my brand strong enough and big enough to have that kind of power? Because there's other people that are incredibly wealthy and you never hear from Jeff Bezos. There's other people who have crazy companies that do crazy things and you never hear from or really see much of them. Yeah. And then you've got Elon Musk, who's just down with the people. He's the people's people. He's the people's hero. He's the he's the guy. So that's why I would want to meet Sean's actually met Elon, but yeah, that's why I would want to meet Elon was oh, to just so kind cool. of understand the influence just as much as the scale and all that other. Yeah. The influence piece with Elon is is incredible. Like the amount of wealth in the last month that this man has created is insane. Is a stand for others too. Dogecoin, he's pushing, he's driving yeah. Bitcoin, he's putting his money. If you're a Bitcoin holder, if you're a Dogecoin holder, you're like, please tweet again. This yeah. is insane. He single-handedly drove Bitcoin from like 35 to 50 in a day. Like he is, yeah, wild. Wild yeah. for sure. Yeah. I, I just don't know if anybody else who has that kind of influence on the internet. Like I, no, I there's very few. It's incredible. Very, 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 very few. Yeah. I appreciate your time so much. Thank you so much this for coming on. Uh, this is an absolute this pleasure. Great. Thanks We're, for having me. Yeah. So where, where can people connect with you? You said send, send you spammy DMs at where? 
Sean, <laughs> Sean Holiday. Yeah, Sean Holiday on LinkedIn. I'm still working to get Holiday across everything. So it's okay. just at Holiday, but it's it's t- linked Instagram. I've literally tried for three years. It's been tough. So at Sean, S-E-A-N, Holiday. Hit me on wherever. Definitely want to hear from you. I'm the kind of guy that, that jumps on random phone calls all the time with people at all scale. People that are still working at their corporate job, trying to figure out if they want to get into startup. And then you know people that are doing 100 million in revenue, uh, wow. which is super cool to learn from and grow from and, and uh, associate with. So yeah, feel free to hit me up if you hear this. You know, it was hopefully worth, uh, worth your time. I love these. I, I think it was and, and got a bunch out. So awesome. Well, thanks so much for your time. Hi, Kevin. Hey guys, we hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Can we ask you a favor? Hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode and share this with your e-commerce store owner friends. We also love reviews. So if you could leave us one on Apple podcasts, that would mean so much to us. Just a reminder from the beginning of the episode, our team at Mindful Marketing is rapidly growing and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we're only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. I hope you guys have a great week.